I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. Hey, we're back. Hey guys, how's it going? We took a few weeks off just to process some things. It's been tough out there. Yeah, it's it's hard to know, honestly, what to talk about when... When you want to talk about so incredibly much. <laughs> and and we, we want to be real with people, but we also don't want to necessarily offend people. We don't necessarily want to deal with uh, people... Well, personally, coming at us, attacking us or anything like that. Yeah. And like I'm in a season right now of trying to take my thoughts captive and making sure that the things I'm meditating on and the things that I am allowing my heart to to take in and the things I'm allowing to come out of my heart and my mouth and all of that is glorifying to God. And with all that's going on economically, spiritually, politically, it's just so much. And I just feel like where and what is really glorifying God that is on my heart to share and talk about. And so I just want to make sure I represent God well in all that I say on here. And I do you guys a service and I know Thaddeus feels the same way. So we're just wanting to wade through the season of political tension and so much spiritual, so much spiritual tension and just really making sure that we are sharing with you guys things that are coming out of the overflow of our hearts and not out of the depletion of our hearts. Because I think right now it's just very wearying and tiring and all of that. And I have learned from my mistakes out of doing ministry out of the emptiness of my heart. And what I've learned is that I don't ever want to do that again. And so if I ever get to that point, I need a pause and I need to make sure I fill my heart back up. So then I'm ministering out of the overflow and so we're feeling pretty good that is and I right yeah so we're feeling like not that it was horrible or anything but just with all that was going on I just felt like it was just a, a season to just pause and pray right we don't want to just spew things out yeah we want to make sure what we're talking about is is really what we want to talk about what we feel God has on our hearts and not just like a gut reaction to something. And honestly, what we're going to talk about today has been on my heart and it is a continuation of what we talked about last time. But um, I just felt like it was an awkward timing to talk about it because of all that was going on in our culture and stuff like that. And so not that it's awkward to talk about because it's always applicable what we're talking about today, but. So way, way back, way back when, the last episode was about a month ago. We talked about loneliness, and we're going to continue and talking about how we're, how really we're never alone, especially as we're getting into the Christmas season. Yeah, and we kind of dabbled in it a little last episode, so I would encourage you, if you didn't listen to the last episode on loneliness, go back and check it out. That is more applying to our relationships in life, like friendships and stuff. In this one, we're going to more talk about our relationship with the Lord. Psalms 139 verse 7 says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. It's kind of a weird verse right off the bat. Like I love it. Contextually, I was just like, that's kind of strange. Like, you're always... I'll be watching you. you. (laughs) Don't edit that part out. (laughs) You know that song? Do you remember that song? Yeah. That that always reminds me of God. (laughs) He's just spying spying on us, like peeking in your windows. Yeah, totally. 
And he is. He's everywhere. There's no place on earth void of the presence of God. Past, past, all the things that ever happened in history, all the things that are happening now, everything that will ever happen in the future, every fiber of our being, every animal created, everywhere we go, every breath we breathe, God is there. There's no... There is nothing in existence void of the presence of God, which I think is so cool. And it is. And I I'm I know I'm kind of making light of it, but it's just that I don't I don't think God is like stalking you, like like a weird stalker sort of way. Like he's just how omnipresent. I'm with, he's but everywhere. I, he's he's there yeah. and he's always going to be there, whether you want him there or not, whether you think you need him or you don't think you need him, he will be there and he will be there for you. And I think in my life recognizing the presence of God and inviting it to be felt within me like in a tangible way has been such a powerful thing in my relationship with him. So being that it's almost Christmas time, we're in the season of Advent. And basically, it's just a season of waiting with expectation for Christmas and for Jesus' birth and for the Savior of the world to be born on earth and for his presence to invade the earth in that way. And it's just remembering that there was a time when God was silent and there was a time when um, people weren't hearing from the Lord, 400 years of silence. And God broke the silence by sending Jesus into the earth. And I just think it's so cool that we are in the season of of celebration and of reflection and of chaos with all that's going on in our world. And yet we get to remember the beauty that is in the birth of Jesus Christ and, and in the Emmanuel God with us. Right. And Isaiah nine, six says for unto us, as child is born to us, a son is given and the government shall be on his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace. I love that. I love that so much. And it's interesting when you think about the the 400 years of silence that Trish just brought up and, and how people were not necessarily hearing from God or or necessarily seeing his works or you know what what really went on. Right. right? And like we just said that time was not void of God. Right. God is always God there. God was always there. When you th- and just thinking about like historically, you know, thinking back to Noah and what was going on in the world. And then God sent the flood right. and almost like, a we're going to hit the reset button here, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. And nobody was listening to God right? except for Noah and his family. And it's just for me as a reminder to be found faithful in the listening to God. Right. right. And just thinking fast forward to now of how you, you might be going through something and it's like, God, where are you? God, why are you letting this happen? When he's there, but instead of just like, when you feel like you need him barking at him, like, why, why'd you let this happen? God, why, why are you letting this pandemic happen? Why is this happening? God, when there's an emergency or whatever, Right. well, he's always there. And he wants you to want him. Are you going <laughs> to sing this one too? Yeah, sure. How many songs <laughs> am I going to sing this episode? I have no idea. Nobody wants to hear that. I, I am keeping we would like that to, in the we, episode. We would like to grow our viewership, right? 
So keeping I, my singing, uh, listener, my little listenership, jingles. Listenership, but I don't know Oh, yeah. About, okay, not... so we would like to grow our listenership, so keeping all my little random tangents and jingles in the podcast probably isn't the best idea. Like this conversation. You might want to edit that out. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and responsibility, what's that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> We should do just a whole podcast on like different song song lyrics and how you can apply it to your everyday life. Thaddeus and I, a fun fact for you, Thaddeus and I both kind of think in song. And so there will be often times we just think of a song when we're having a normal conversation, which is kind of bizarre, I suppose. But you're probably like that, too, maybe. Hopefully we're not the only weird ones in the world. But to get get us back on track. (laughs) Sorry. We digress. We digress. And... Back to, you know, God always being there, even in that void of time of between the Old and New Testament, where basically you skip 400 years because nobody was hearing from God, right? Well, God was still there. God's still there today. He still wants us to long for him. He's still, no matter what, no matter what we're going through, he's going to be there. If we turn our back on him, he's still going to be there. He doesn't turn his back on us. Yeah, he never leaves us and he never forsakes us. And I think that's a cool promise to hold on to. I think what you're saying, Thaddeus, too, about just being with God, whether we acknowledge him there or not, I think that in my life what I've seen is people who have clearly been in the presence of God and people who you almost can feel that tangible presence of God off of them because you can tell like that they are coming to you. We are like, we were talking about the beginning of the episode. They are coming to you out of the overflow that they have in their heart. And I, I desire to be a person like that. Somebody who, when you're around me is just flowing from the overflow that God has in me, but that overflow does not come when I'm depleted and when I'm not spending time with God, that overflow comes from being in his presence and getting in his word or worshiping or, thinking and meditating upon him, right? And that's when you get that overflow and you can so sense it on people. I have people in my life that I I just want to be around because when I'm around them, it's like a brush of heaven almost. Like it's a brush of the goodness of God and seeing how God is at work in people's life. And it's amazing. And little children can be like that too, I think. Well, I think little children more so than adults because a lot of times there's just that innocence yeah and there's just not as critical they're (laughs) they're not seeing things through a blurred vision of because of growing up and seeing things where through there's some nature right through the experience that they've had and i can be a very i guess i don't know if cynical is the right word but i have a hard time sometimes because i feel that I'm somewhere in the middle on the like certain extremes. And I know we've talked about this before of like, I have friends on one end of the spectrum or the other when it comes to certain things. And sometimes it's hard because I don't necessarily agree with anyone. <laughs> and so it puts me in this place of feeling like, I'm not going to say lonely because I am a, a loner. Like I, I, I do like my alone time, and that I'm not someone that's looking for a constant uh, friendship, even though I should. 
I have Trish, so why do I need anyone else? <laughs> but thanks, babe. But I, I'm not looking for that constant of like, oh, uh, I wonder what so and so is doing. Oh, okay, they're busy. Let me see if this person's available. Let me see. Let, let's go do you this. You say or, that in that breath, but all at the same time, I can say that you're one of the most thoughtful people I know, and you always are looking out for other people and thinking about. You will tell. <laughs> this is what he does. Be like, hey, because he's he is very aware to I would say he has a lot of empathy and he will tell me hey you should reach out to so-and-so about this and it wouldn't be even on my radar but Thaddeus is the one who will pick it up and and it's interesting to me that that's kind of how it works a lot of the times if I reach out to somebody because Thaddeus has been the one that notices that something's going on and I'm not saying I'm not aware of others but sometimes when you're a busy mom and you are you know, trying to truck your kids through the church and trying to do all the things, you know, that moms have to do, you you get kind of in a tunnel vision, I suppose. And I'm not saying Thaddeus doesn't help with that because he's amazing and he does, but I think he's almost better about looking around and seeing needs. I'm pretty good about meeting them, but he's pretty good about seeing them and then telling me to reach out to people, which I think is pretty cool. I just try to look at the big picture as a whole. And try to make things work logically. And if Trish is on, on a on let's say a topic that she's more leaning towards one direction versus the other, and I'm still in the middle, and I see someone talking about it, then yeah, I'm gonna push her over to them because I'm not gonna do it because I I'm not necessarily leaning that way, but I know. Well, that and like. Anytime you hear somebody who needs help with homeschooling, you're like, oh, here, let me connect you to my wife or well, just yeah, anything be- like that. Like you're really aware of it. And that's pretty cool. Because I, think. because I don't want, I see a need there and we are a homeschool family, but if we're being honest, we means Trish and the kids because I don't, I'm working, you know, full time and. And this has been a thing that Trish has done. And Trish has done the research on certain, like, anything that would be legal-wise or, you know, I'm oh, do I need to... when it comes to research. Do you, what do I need to do for, like, the school district? Or do I need to say anything or do this or do that? What what uh, curriculum do I use? Where do I find this or that? I, I could do some Googling and research. Or I could just say... Hey Trish, can you help them out? Because you already have done this. You you are a resource, and in that same regard, if God already knows something, and He's already there, why not go to God instead of going somewhere else? Way to bring that full circle, babe. Good job. I was like, wait, how did we get to this conversation? But yeah, it's true. God is always there, and. Um, all those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And, you know, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. And, you know, throughout the Bible, it just reminds us that God is there. There's just all these like little sayings we could just pull up that just reminds us that God never leaves us and forsakes us. He never leaves us or forsakes us. You know, there's just all these scriptures that are consistent reminders as you're reading the word that God's presence is always there. And it's cool. So just a little random thing I've been studying through Nehemiah. And I just thought it was so cool because the story of Nehemiah is very interesting in and of itself where he goes to build the wall. But 
Nehemiah is, reminds himself of God's goodness in the past. And I guess that's for me really a huge reason why I love to read the Old Testament and study it is because you see the promises of God fulfilled in the Old Testament a lot and obviously in the New Testament too. But I just love what Nehemiah 99 says. It says, you saw the afflictions of our fathers in Egypt and you heard the cry by the Red Sea. And so what I thought was so cool, when the the children of Israel we're going out of Egypt. God saw that and he helped lead the way. And before they ever cried out to God, God already knew their needs and he was already wanting to free them of their bondages and the things that they were walking through. And his presence was already there before they ever acknowledged it. And before they ever cried out to him by the Red Sea to prepare a path for him, God was already at work and his presence was already there. And he was already totally aware of their troubles and all the things that were happening to them. And they called on the name of the Lord and the Lord saved them. And kind of like Thaddeus was saying earlier about Noah. And you can just think of so many more people in the Bible. Like when David was facing Goliath, he called on God and God helped him. And I could just go through story after story after story of people in the Bible who just called on the name of the Lord. And God was there to help them through their time of trouble. But what is so cool about that? is that God that existed for Moses, God that existed for David, God that existed for Isaiah, Elijah, Abraham, so on and so forth, is the same God that exists today. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And, and he's never, like I said earlier, he's never been void in the existence of time. He is not void then, and he's not void now. He is everywhere, and he is in everyone, and he is with everyone. And um, and it's whether we want to stir that within us and we want to acknowledge that that's the case, right, Thaddeus? And so I just think it's so cool when you read these stories because you see how God brought them through these times of trials. And what we're going through right now might seem hard because it's the hardest thing we've ever experienced, but it's not the hardest thing God's ever experienced. Yeah, and... Like Trish said, you could we could just list and list and list different stories of the Bible, Daniel, Paul, anyone, right? There's so many stories of asking God for help and him giving what was needed. But that's not to say that there isn't stories in the Bible that show uh, the other side of it. When you think about, so it, there are stories in there to learn from of other spectrum of think about Lot's wife or think about the tribulation that Job went through or think about David in his older years or Saul, King Saul, and just the the other side of things, there are consequences. It's not always going to be these the pretty cute little Bible stories that you hear in Sunday school about the, the victories that people had because of God, because, well, yeah, Noah is a, is a story like that, but think of all the other people right and the story, that are a part of that. Right, and a lot of times when you have a story like that, it's because there's judgment elsewhere, right? Like God judged Egypt when the Israelites left. God, in the time of Noah, God judged those people when Noah was... Right, and, and I'm not saying that to be like gloom and doom, I'm saying that those are stories in the Bible that you can look to, to to learn from, just like you can look to the positives to learn and from. And I guess when I look at that, what it encourages me when I look at stories like that is 
to have a heart to try to tell others about Jesus so they don't end up in that place and to be evangelistic in. Well, and not, and like I was saying, not to be gloom and doom, but to to show the redemptive side, because I don't want to go out and be like, Hey, it, you're doing this. And if you keep doing this, you're going to hell, right? Like that's not what I'm trying to say, or God wouldn't want you to do that. Oh, or you, you Can know, I it, just say this? Right now in our culture, what we're pushing is to love people is to wear your mask. But I have to tell you, you can do that. But to love people is to tell them about Jesus and to be the light of the world and and help them find their way to salvation and help them build a relationship with the Lord. That's love. And they'll know we're Christians by our love for that we have for one another and the love we have in the world. And so I, I'm not saying that what the culture is telling us isn't a way you can love people because if that's what you feel, go for it. But what I'm saying is what the way we show others, we love them is by covering them in love and covering them with grace and with mercy and with the truth of who God is and his existence and the truth of who God is in our life and sharing our testimonies with them and all of that. That is the, that is love. And the Bible says no greater love is this than a man laid on his life for his friend. And so how can you do that? Like, how can you give up things that are important to you to bless others? How can you be selfless and lay down your life for somebody else? So if something is super important to you, maybe the parking spot at Target is really important to you, but there's another car pulling in there, let them park there. Or just simple applications to how we can love those around us. Sorry, another tangent. But we haven't done this in a month, so we have a little bit of buildup in our hearts, which is fine, I guess. Looking forward, whether it's next week, two weeks from now, a month from now, whenever our next episode releases, we're probably going to build on this, like, God is always there, and build on, hopefully we'll release some here as we keep, continue towards Christmas, build on, God's always there, and God loved us so much that he sent his one and only son, right? And we're in that time right now, Christmas time, where we probably will spend some time reflecting on that a little bit more. Yeah, and I would love to dive more into Isaiah 9-6 too and what I read earlier about how the government is on Jesus' shoulders and how he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. What does that mean in today's reality for God to be called wonderful counselor. And I think it's a beautiful scripture, but how do we apply it or how do we understand it? I should say. But we will come back uh, hopefully next week and just dive in a little bit further into that and, and going, but no promises, no promises <laughs> because we want, we do want to really share what's on our heart. Most of all, that we feel like God is wanting us to share. So to wrap up this week's episode, just remember whenever you're feeling alone or feeling lonely, and even if you are like me and you you don't necessarily want to go hang out with people all the time and you like having your alone time, but there's still times where it's like you you, you maybe feel down or whatever. Whatever insert adjective God's there and it might just be something that 
you just need to pray, spend some time talking to God and not like a devotional type way, like a mandatory check this off my list for the day type way, but just have a conversation. Spew it at God. Which is like a whole nother topic of conversation. Because if Thaddeus were to treat me like a checklist, I don't know how I would feel about that. I want him to treat me that our time together is really sacred and important to him and passionate. And I feel like God desires that from us when we spend time with him too. And a good thing to do, that's something that I do when I'm feeling like I'm in a rut with my studies of the word of God is I ask God to stir the passion for him within me. And he always does. He's so faithful at keeping my heart on fire when it goes up. Like when the flame starts to dwindle and I ask God to renew it, he's so faithful about it. And I can tell you, he'll do that for you too. So just keep talking to God and keep listening. (laughs) Most importantly, (laughs) he he doesn't, he doesn't, it's not going to necessarily be something audible. It might just show you something Maybe in scripture, maybe just something if you're out on a drive or a walk, but he's always there. And so just remember that if you're feeling down or lonely or alone or, or, or whatever. So going forward, I know I would like to hear from you, the listener. And I know we have some that regularly listen that are like our moms or, you know, a couple friends that listen a little more regularly, but Based on the statistics that I can see, I know there are other people out there listening. And I want to know from the listeners, do you guys like it when we try to keep this on a weekly basis and maybe it's a 15 to 20 minute-ish episode? Or would you rather have it where we maybe spend a little longer time on an episode and maybe we are every other week or how do you like to listen to podcasts? And basically we're at, he asked that specific question because our podcasts well, subscription I'm paying, is yeah, based paying, on paying, a, a time chunk that we get a month. And so we get so much time a month to broadcast. And so without having to spend more right. to do it. But as we grow, that but might be something. But going forward, though, I, I want to know, like, what do you like in a podcast? Not necessarily what we're talking about, but generally speaking, if you listen to podcasts, what do you like? Do you like it when they're short and sweet like that, where you can just turn it on and, and get it out of the way? <laughs> or do you do you like to listen to something that's a little bit longer and maybe not so compacted of information? Um I want to know because yes, we are paying like a subscription fee on our end of how much space we have for storage on a monthly basis for the podcast itself. But I guess I want to know because we want to make this something that you guys enjoy. Right. And it's something that if we really feel like it's being fruitful in other people's lives, not just our own. Cause for me, this has been a great outlet, but if we feel like it's something that we should be investing more time or money and energy into it, we want to do that because we want to sow into the kingdom of God. And if that's what this podcast does, we want that to happen, but we don't want to push something that maybe isn't necessarily needing to be pushed either. So we don't want to labor in vain basically, but we do really enjoy doing this and we do enjoy when we get feedback from friends and family and people we don't know. So I know Thaddeus especially appreciates it because he puts a lot more work into it than I do. But um, if 
so send send information to Thaddeus. He's the one who kind of deals with all that. So yeah, and I know I said fifteen and twenty ish minutes, and this episode's gonna be longer than that because we took a month off, and so we had a little bit more to say. However, I wanna I would love to hear from you in that regard, just to help us figure things out a little bit more, and and, and not and it also helps us to be like, hey, you know is this thing on is anyone hearing this right mm-hmm. it, um so you can email us at info at fallen short podcast.com or you can leave comments on the episodes via our website that we'll see those directly versus if you i don't know if any podcast app actually lets you leave comments or not probably should look into know. it but i know our website and, allows it and kind of as we look into 2021 one thing I've been praying a lot about is what is the future of our podcast look like as far as content, as far as how much energy we should be investing into different social media platforms and stuff like that. And maybe I need to do a little more training on how to do some of that, but that's why we want your feedback. I guess we want to kind of know what it is people want to hear so we can help plan out 2021 and, just make sure that if we're going to do this, it's going to be done well for the glory of God and it's going to be received. And I don't, like I said, want to labor in vain. So let us know. And please let us know if what we've been doing. Just crazy. It, and we just, should stop. <laughs> you've just been listening just be, to be nice, right? right. We, we want the feedback, the, the good and the bad, the indifferent, what you think works best what you want to hear us talk about, all of that. What you want to hear us talk about less. Yeah. So, again, info at fallenshortpodcast.com would be the best direct way. There, yes, you can leave comments on episodes on our website, but if you don't want others to see or that. Or you can tell us in with, person. Go ahead with the email. Yeah. Tell us in person, too. If you see us at we're out and about, feel free to drop us some feedback. So, Until next time, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish, and we love you guys.